Welcome back to the Chill Sounds and Breakdowns podcast. Uh, I'm your host, OC. I've been I've been gone for a little bit, but I'm back, and I'm back uh, with someone I've actually known for quite a bit. We've just kind of like crossed paths a bunch of times, and I'm kind of happy that he's here. And then we have another guest who's joining us cross cross oceans, you know, and that's that's pretty awesome. But today we have Kyle Kirby, and then we have Yusuf. And you know what, Yusuf? I don't I don't know your last name. Oh, my last name's Sajad. You could be Sajad, Sajad. 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 Okay, cool. Yeah. Yusuf Sajad, cool. Uh, and they are in a band called Atlantic Blue. I, I'm, I'm excited. What's going on, guys? Oh, not much. Um, recently, we've been working on getting everything for our EP put together, final masters, all that stuff. So we've kind of just been playing our cards right, making sure we do everything we can possible with this upcoming release. Cool. Uh, first of all, I need to like really know, how did this even like start? Like, How do you guys find each other? Like, How does this work? I know that obviously the internet's involved. Hey, Zenny, can we? <laughs> <laughs> uh, obviously, like with the internet, you're able to really like kind of connect with anybody and everybody. Um, so I'm, I'm assuming that's kind of something that we have going on. Um, but, uh, you know, how, how did this come about? Where did you guys first see each other? It's actually funny because um, I was just on like Sidewalk's page following, you know, different musicians, anyone that had hashtagged metalcore, deathcore, anything, and was just finding people that also played and trying to kind of grow my my base like that. And I would message people by, hey, I've seen you like this kind of music. Uh, maybe you would find this to your liking, stuff like that. And I actually ran across his page and he ended up sending something back and it was just, it was like instrumental. He has this project called YSDG. Mm-hmm. And... I was listening to his stuff, and I really dug his work. Like, he's just incredible at like, writing. And he ended up sending me a song that... What's it? He's like, thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. He ended up sending me a song that he wanted me to do uh, vocals on for his project. Mm-hmm. So I went ahead and I did it, because I really liked it, and it kind of just felt so natural. Like I, When I recorded that song, I just pressed record, and I freestyled like half of it. What? Okay. Yeah, just because it just felt so like natural, like the way the writing was, the structure, everything was just so good. And um, I sent it back to him, and he was interested in starting a project. And since I really liked the writing, I was I wanted to see where it could go. So it, it kind of just grew organically after that. Okay. So kind of so you I, I guess you kind of find you so and you guys just kind of started talking to each other and seeing what what could actually like connect there. Um so you you had another project was that kind of like just like your own project that you were doing at the time like on your own? Yeah, yeah. So YSDG is my solo project and um uh and I make it's basically instrumental music across the board. Everything okay. I do is instrumental. And um but uh to kind of like anchor the uh, project's purpose I um, I look for like vo- vocalists across the globe I've had vocalists from Germany and some others in America and then when uh, Kyle uh, hit me up on Instagram I thought yeah perfect opportunity to get another vocalist on and um, yeah he put vocals on it and uh, the song's actually out Wilted Roses and it was just amazing and I, and I saw these other guys in England who started a two two um, two piece deathcore band and it was, um, it was brilliant and I thought we could do the same thing and they're popping off I thought we can pop off as well on them, yeah. Okay, so so you kind of already had experience with working with like vocalists and stuff like that weren't you know in the same space as you. You were kind of just reaching out as well and trying to find like people like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I expected you know everything to be done online and like and Kyle had a had some like a little studio at home, so it was perfect, perfect to get stuff done. Yeah, I feel like that that is what's opening up 
a lot of like projects like these days, mm-hmm, especially definitely. like with everything happening the past two years, like people being able to record and have their own like home studios, like where they're at and just create on the fly like that. Like someone, like you say, you know, create a song, you know, in, in the UK and just be like, oh, you know, does someone want to hop on this? And like, there's always musicians out there who are looking for like, who are looking for pieces like together because mm-hmm. finding like a band is, is hard, you know, finding everyone to play, like who plays the specific instruments and also like who wants to play the type of stuff that you want to create. Mm-hmm. And, and that actually like live somewhere commutable for you if you want to like start something like in person is is one of the most difficult things i i mean i've i've gone through like that process like so many times of like trying to find members and like okay who can we find that's actually good okay exactly. who can we find that want to do the same music okay mm-hmm. who do we get along with you know what I mean? like there's so many factors and i feel like being able to reach beyond like just the boundaries of where you live is is awesome it's awesome because you're able to create things like like i said like this band forming is because of that because you're able mm-hmm. to cross you know through um like through the internet through your own home studios to being able to record and pass stuff back and forth and it makes that process so much easier because once you have an idea you just send it over you can do the vocals here you can you know whatever you need to do for it here send it back and forth and and talk that way so that's that's kind of really awesome that you guys kind of are on the cusp of that um Mm. so you've dropped two songs like so far um and then um so the uh withered roses that was the that was the first single. That yeah. was the first one, but that was the one you guys. That was the one you guys worked on initially. Yeah, that was our very first song that we did together. Oh, uh, okay, cool. Yeah. cool. Um, and then uh, Carnage was the one you guys just dropped. Yes. Right. Okay. And then that one you got actually far right to yeah, to do far hard from pages turning back talk. Yeah. That's kind of cool that you guys kind of got to partner up again because you you featured on one of back talk songs, right? I just did it. I just did live stuff with them. The live stuff. Oh, okay. Um, I haven't been on actual recording, but I just knew that. Me and Farhad just have like this natural chemistry streaming together, because mm-hmm. we've done it live sometimes. He did it with Humanikin, he like all that stuff. So I just knew it'd be perfect. And like when I wrote Carnage, I was like, you know, I need two vocalists because you know Carnage is like this crazy, like just insane serial killer that gets a symbiote, so that yeah. makes it even worse. Yeah, and it's like having the two voices, it it blends so well because it's like it's like the symbiote versus another crazy guy okay because i was i was looking at that dynamic and seeing what like kind of you were trying to build off of it and i was i was excited i'm like oh i thought carnage you know just the name i know you're like a big like uh like spider-man fan everything i was like oh maybe he's just playing with that and then uh, i actually just listened to it um this week actually because i was uh doing a, a reaction video for it which should be out sometime oh, soon for it. yeah yeah oh yeah so, awesome. uh, but i was like you know what i wonder if it's just just the name and then i started like luckily because you made that lyric video for it so mm-hmm. i got to like kind of read along with it and i'm like oh like it's all about like the symbiote and i actually like the story which i was mm. like that's got to be kind of cool to write write a song in that kind of like narrative right and that's kind of where we're taking our next album to like we're already working on some new songs and I really like the idea of having a fictional storyline because I feel like there's so many metalcore bands that just write about, oh, you hurt me, you did this, you did that. Like, they're all angry mm. and, like, which is cool. Mm. I, I have plenty of angry songs, yeah. so don't get me wrong. <laughs> but I, I think it adds an interesting dynamic to listen to an album because I want to be able to write a fictional story that someone can also relate to. But it's, like, it's that- about this specific, like... You know, we've we've written songs about Spider-Man, the butterfly effect, and I plan to do more movies, like um, books, even poems. Like, yeah, I just I want 
it to feel like you're reading a book, like chapters out of a book when you're listening to the album. Okay, so that's that's a really cool way to take. Cause yeah, like that's, and it takes. I, that's that just seems difficult. Like I and and like I definitely commend you for like taking that approach to it to writing. Um, Cause writing like your own stories is kind of like easy because like you're going through that, but like taking someone else, translating it into lyrical format and also translating into a way that's going to sonically sound good like is hard i mean yes the narrative's there but how do you make that narrative um fit just musically you know what i mean like how do i fit this story and make it a song and that's 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 kind of a cool approach um so lyrically so you guys already i mean you're working on the second album already um so you guys pretty much just are getting everything together to release everything you have now yeah, um, so we were working with our friend Mason, and he lives over in Florida, and he was doing the mixes yeah, just, for everyone's us. Everyone's just everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it, it's literally it's literally all spread out. Um, so he's been working on our mixes, and we you know we've been very diligent with it, making sure that everything is perfect. You know, like there's been so many times where we're like, oh, we're ready to do it, and then be like, wait, no, let's let's push it back. Let's make sure because like one thing that I've made, I guess, mistakes in the past with is pushing releases too quick. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I didn't want to do with this project, and it really paid off because when we released our first single, we got 100 views first day. Yeah, And even though that's a relatively small number um, in terms of music, mm-hmm. that was really good for us because people were talking about it. And it instantly, like, on its own, like, you know, it just grew. That's, that is an interesting part to being a musician is... Not only you hate you have to write the music, sure, like you know you make sure that that's good, but also like strategically planning on how this is going to get released because mm-hmm. you only get that one shot, really. Because if you release it and you released it too early or you weren't fully prepared to like release everything, then you know you're not going to get that release date back. Like no, it's not going to get to premiere for the first time again. You know, right? Um, and it takes a lot of planning um, in in that aspect, and it's something that <laughs> when I was in a band, I never liked it at the beginning early stages i was just like i just want to write music put it out i don't care like people will listen to it this and that but then when you start realizing like oh like you know what? i actually want this to get out to more people you know what i mean like i want more people to be able to see it because it's it's a numbers game you know what i mean like you you can't just tailor to the same people that you've been releasing to um like your friends and stuff like that yes they're gonna always listen to it but how do you push past that okay mm-hmm. it's gonna take strategy it's gonna take you having to prepare you know your video content everything like these days you have to have like multiple people like off of one song you have to have multiple pieces of content to be able to put out yeah. that stuff. Whether it's videos, whether it's like, oh my God, he's wild and I'm sorry. It's all right. That's cats um, for you. But yeah, like you just have to be prepared to to put it out, um, especially with stuff like uh like Instagram, like reels and like TikToks and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Just ways to promote it on there because that's the way stuff is getting getting promoted and getting put out. I mean, you can still just put out music and it's fine. You know, you can put out music as long as you're not worried about like, hey, I don't really care that people listen to it. I just want to make it. Sure. But if you want to have people listen to it, you're gonna have to strategize you're gonna have to think like okay are we putting a lyric video out which one's getting a music video how many clips can i cut off of this so that i can continuously post this stuff how do i get people to watch this like how do you get people to come back Mm -hmm. and it's like this whole like other level of like thinking especially because i mean these days there's music happening all over the place you know everywhere someone is able to record because i mean the thing we're talking about the home studio thing like everybody can put out music right it's like it's not as 
uniquely special as it used to be as far as like pr- being able to produce something like mm-hmm. being able to stand out is like what you need need the help with now because right. there's a lot of talented people but it's like how do how do i basically break through and get that one moment where people can like listen to me above something else that's happening um as far as like over in the uk for you like what's what's like the music scene out there is it like do you get a lot more support out there or, or kind of how how's it been for you have you played like in bands before actually i know you're kind of young uh in, in terms of metal not at all like the, the, the metal scene out here is not very great um especially where in in, in london as well uh there's not I, I've, I've never been in a metal band before i'm, I'm in a band at the moment but it's a uh, like soft rock you know indie okay. stuff and i play drums for it but um yeah it's it being see seeing how uh how Atlantic blue has like ended up in the in the u.s and how it's progressing is it's uh it's it's really nice to see and i'm not we're not getting much of that in the uk so okay so but uh so as far as like metal you don't get a lot of like really like support or any kind of like shows happening out there anything like that like a big metal scene not i guess mu- not much yeah yeah not much not 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 as much as uh as in america as, as we've seen so. so how how did you like decide to like break in and want to like get into metal like what was there like specific bands that got you in or or how did you step outside of kind of like the normal from your scene yeah yeah so I, i've i've been listening to metal for like ages and i thought um song the songwriting um songwriting was something i've i've always been into and i've, I've loved doing it and um bands like invent animate uh era uh, Ocean's in Alaska really got me into, you know, nice. wanted to put, put a song together. And it wasn't about, like, playing guitar, playing drums. I could do that all, like, um, using, like, MIDI and everything if I wanted to. Just the satisfaction of putting songs together, which is what really drove me into uh, into music. Okay, cool. That's that's kind of awesome. That's kind of really awesome. Um, so you kind of just taught yourself how to play, like, multiple stuff to be able to put the entire, like, project together. It's kind of, like, one of the things Yeah. Yeah, it's mainly it's it's mainly like um guitar and stuff for me now with um in terms of uh like putting songs together and everything else is like MIDI. But Kyle has been talking about getting some extra members in for. Oh, so you guys are. Uh, I know it's this is like start. How so? How long have you actually like been working together now? We is actually it early twenty twenty. Yeah, early twenty twenty. We started. I want to say the beginning of March, uh, end of February, beginning of March. Okay, somewhere around there, mm-hmm. um, because I. It's funny, we actually started as a different band name. We were going to go with Origins, mm-hmm. but it, it turned out that there was a, a band already called Origin without the S. Uh, um, <laughs> so I was like, I was like, man, I don't think we should use this. Yeah. And I spent like weeks coming up with names. I had like 30 different ones typed out, and I was thinking, I was like, what can make this relevant? And like, I I know that the Atlantic Ocean is in between America and the UK, so that's kind of where I I draw the name from. And I was like, like Atlantic Blue, it just sounds, you know, it it's different, and it's a name that sticks. And that's what I was really shooting for. And I was very adamant on having a name that sticks, even when it comes to song titles or EP names. Like I want something that you're gonna hear and be like, oh, I know that it's from this yeah. or that. Which is is interesting that you actually like are 
putting that effort into it because that is a it is a thing you know something as simple as that s could easily you know from origin and origins like it's something that could either someone will try to look you up look up the wrong band listen to him like oh this isn't what i want and immediately like search something else like it's, exactly it's, it's that quick you know what I mean? they might listen to you for the first time can't find you because they found a different band and i'm like oh okay i guess they're not on here and just leave you know what I mean? and that's something mm-hmm. you can't afford so like it's so weird to have to think about like searchability is something that you have to think about like what's gonna stick out what's gonna also like encapsulate what you're doing like and also like you know um something you like something that sounds good but also you know if someone googles you what's gonna pop up first you know um for a long time like when i had my band uh was called under oblivion we picked it out so dumbly we wrote we literally everyone got to write two words and we stuck them in a hat and then we pulled out two and then that's how we literally that's how we named it we're like that sounds cool do it but for forever whenever you would look it up everything that would pop up was uh elder scrolls oblivion the game the video game and that's the (laughs) first thing and there's ton this was like when like people were doing like gameplay videos like it was starting off so everything was just gameplay videos and then you would see like oh like our release and stuff it took forever like of us like putting stuff out to kind of beat that out and it would still be intertwined with our results you know right. and so something like that is something that i mean i definitely didn't think about i just was like we're writing music we need a name to be able to play shows like we can't play shows as like without a band name like so let's just put something together but that's cool i mean i like it like lancic blue is just sounds really cool and it's uh you guys have it as one word right yes yeah which again helps with the same stuff and still like said aesthetically it just looks cool like i don't know i don't know there's something about it i was like mm. looks cool it's nice to say like lantic blue um which works you know i mean you found something that works together but and i also feel like the name has mystery to it because when you hear it i feel like you won't maybe some people will but i feel like you won't know it's going to be a metal band right off the bat I would say that, yeah. I would definitely agree with that. Because, I mean, I knew just because, like, you told me what the project you were working on, but I think it's definitely something where you don't know, you kind of don't know what to expect. I expect definitely Lancet Blue is something, for me, like, would be something a little calmer, something a little, like, uh, smoother or something like that, but definitely not uh, metal. So it might, you know, it, that surprise, again, might be something that helps with, like, oh, like, that's not at all what I thought it was, and then people stick around to listen to, like, what it is. Right, you know? and we... We've continued to keep up the mysterious vibe, which I think goes with our whole ocean theme because there's so much of the ocean that's undiscovered and so much that we don't know about it. And that's something that I think adds an interesting dynamic to us as well is having that mystery and not not necessarily being so in your face with our image and how we act, but with our music instead. Okay. Yeah, it's 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 an interesting line to really, like, walk is that battle between like what what's more important like image or what you're putting out and it's a mix so i mean even though you're not incredibly focused on it that mystery is still it's still an image you know what i mean like keeping that mystery still like oh we don't really know a lot about like what's happening on here so that's still it's a different way to kind of play on on the the fact of image which works you know what i mean if it works for you like that's what you want to do it keeps the importance on it he is freaking out <laughs> okay i'm gonna have to hide that dude okay anyways (laughs) cat craziness aside um it is a mystery that um you it'll want to keep you like learning about it but that that's still it's an image it's hard to 
really fight it. Everything like industry wise is going to want to push you to like figuring out, oh, you have to cookie cutter look like this. Um, Cause I've had that like talk to you. Uh, Cause I know, I don't know if you guys have ever done it, but um, they did the, uh, like the Sumerian battle, the bands, whatever we got like last minute. So they needed to fill a spot. We didn't even want to do it. We just did it, but they were giving us advice or whatever. He's like, yeah, yeah, the sounds good, but you're going to have to like, you're going to have to look like this. And they were like telling us like, Oh, clothes wise, you need to change what you're doing. Like, cause that doesn't fit with this type of style of your music. And I, I literally like, it just made me live it. I hated that. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, there's a specific way in order to make it in this genre. Like, I got to look this like way. I'm like, that's dumb. Like, I hate that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, it should be more about the stuff we're putting out and like in, in authenticity. Like, that's what sold me on so many people and bands like these days anymore is like, if you are, I don't really care what you're about, but if you are actually about that, I am good. Like, I am good about that. Like, whatever you're about, if you are true to that. Now, if I, if you're faking it, if you're not actually about that, that's kind of what's not gonna, what's gonna kind of throw me off and not wanna maybe like listen or help or anything like that because it's gonna kind of, uh, it's gonna throw me off. I just, I just don't like anything that's kind of like fake in a way. And I, I get people put performances on and then you come off, you're a different person kind of thing. So that's, that's fine. But uh, I, I appreciate authenticity a lot more. So just being into, if you're into your the music, what you're writing, and doing like that, like the ty- even the type of stuff that you're doing, like writing lyrics about like stories and things like that, um, is kind of different. You know, we're gonna have a little break. <laughs> I am putting this cat away. Uh, anyways, I guess we're back from that cut. Uh, sorry about the hecticness, but. Um, so you said you're already planning, like you're planning on a new album already, mm-hmm. um, and you're planning on maybe having like an actual like physical band. Like how how do you guys think that's gonna work? Well, um, I mean it'd be a couple years down the line, but mm-hmm. you know Yusuf really wants to get over here to America, and I think that if we keep pushing online and we really brand ourselves, like if we get serious and and really put everything we have into making this as big as we possibly can through the internet, which is probably the best tool that we have, you know, in today's society. I think that if he does get over here, that people would be willing to, you know, join and learn. And mm-hmm. I, I think that we have the potential to get signed even from it just being us too. Because there's yeah. there's internet bands that get signed. There's TikTok artists that have millions of views and, and stuff. Like I came across one TikTok band, they didn't even have a name and they had thousands of views, thousands of followers. I'm just like like it's, it's just crazy marketability like it's literally can you market yourself and it's mm-hmm. it's about i don't know like it's there's there's this weird thing with like record like deals inside there's good ones and then there's bad ones like we've all heard whatever both sides to to everything but i think the way you guys are doing it right now will teach you guys to be able to market yourselves and be able to go to whichever like labels coming up to you and him like no like we have done all of this like just by ourselves like so mm-hmm. what what really so you'll be able to have that like leverage to push like an actual like label and be like okay like what are you actually going to do for us because we can do all of this like it's right. got to be worthwhile for you right and, and you got to find the right partnerships and, and stuff like that but that's cool that you're already from now that's the type of like I feel like drive that you have to like give yourself and like belief in yourself that you have to give and be like, okay, like these are the plans that we have to start thinking about now to be able to 
deal with them when they when they actually like actualize you know what i mean like you, mm-hmm. like you're saying like it, maybe it's a few down years down the road when actually you know Yusef gets to come down here or or you know whatever happens but being able to think about it now and start planning for it it's just going to better prepare you when that actually comes that way it's not like when you get to, what if you get to that level and then you have to figure all these things out now now let's, right. we're starting now kind of to figure out what we need to do in order to get to to the point where you need to be so that's i think that's really cool that you you're already thinking about um stuff like that as far as like writing i mean the good thing is that that's without having to deal with right now like playing shows and everything that's kind of all you have to focus on is like writing so you can just work on keep writing material i'm guessing that's why you guys are already working on like a second album already yeah i mean that's kind of what we're trying to do is i mean we can't play shows we don't really have merch that we can sell or anything and it'd be kind of complicated i'm sure we can get merch later down the line but you know shipping it back and forth like so you could have some to sell over there and then for me down here so since we don't have that right now we're trying to just have consistent content and consistency because like like back to the whole tiktok artist thing like a lot of them they don't they don't have merch they're not playing shows they're not doing anything they're literally just posting their stuff Mm -hmm. and getting fans like that and it grows naturally and that's what i think we should do that's where i think a lot of bands like from around here or even all over are that's where that's the aspect they're failing in is because they're not you know putting themselves out there enough so they're staying condoned to this one scene you know Mm -hmm. yeah breaking out of your your hometown scene is 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 the picture you know what i mean like you have to be able to pull crowds and and to be able to be heard outside of like your immediate scene you know what i mean it can't just be because people know who you are they that's why you have like so many people here, so many fans like you have to be able to break out of that that small not small town because i mean we have a we have a pretty big town so here luckily you have a lot of spots to hit up that potentially um could spread more fans but to be able to get your music out of this immediate area you know like if someone's like how do you get people to go to a different you know town to see you how do you go people to get to another state like how do you get people to no, like that's why like touring is touring I, I don't know i think i've never it sucked i never got to tour but i feel like that's the way you get to spread your music as well as online like online's a good way but meeting mm. people in person has i've always been a fan of like meeting bands on tour that are for me like i thought they were huge and that but like you know they come and play your venue and then some of them are like cool enough to like talk to you and things like that i'm like that's cool like a lot of bands picked me up as a fan where i stuck around and listened to them more because oh when they came on tour i got to say like 15 second conversation with them and i'm like oh okay maybe i'll catch them next time they were nice or they were cool or whatever mm-hmm. their performance blah, blah, blah. but i got to see them in person live music is something like that that'll keep you coming back i think um that's kind of like my struggle with like TikTok artists, some people can get it. Like some people can blow up online and also still be able to come out and people come to see them. Because I've seen right. I've seen a bunch. Like uh, uh, one of my friends works with this company and they do. I forgot what song it is. It's some TikTok song that blew up. Um, and now that artist is doing like shows and stuff like that. Which like from that song blowing up on TikTok her numbers like at people coming to shows like completely like drastically increased like it was crazy like what that does so i see the good and i also see the it's not really bad but the i think the downside to it is that yeah you you're 
kind of become this person that's got to completely be do, doing out content. There's like really no break time for you. Right. That is once you start. You know? Yeah, I would agree. That's definitely a downside. I also like meeting people in person. Like I'll go out to shows and I'll watch some local bands. I'll find new artists and meet new friends. And, you know, I tell them about what I do. I follow them. And within the I think within like the last year, I've been doing that a lot more and it has helped out, you know, my personal page and both my bands and like immensely mm -hmm. just meeting those people and giving an actual conversation and, and showing an actual friendship, whether you do it online or in person, like, and making real connections not just, Hey, check out my band. Yeah. You know, like what I try to do, like I try not to mass message people anymore, mm -hmm. but if I am going to send someone my music, I, tr I try to talk to them first, but Hey, I saw you did art. I really like your stuff. It's really cool. Like, when did you start, you know, try and build a friendship because that's really what is going to push you even further is building genuine connections. And that's what's going to build your like cult following, too. Well, yeah, because like, I mean, I don't know. I know we've all had like times where we like meet someone for the first time and then we get a friend request. And the first thing we get, we don't get a conversation. We don't get a hi. We don't get anything. It's just like a link to, hey, go like my band page. Yeah. And it's like, mm -hmm. no, like and then <laughs> even even if like you're a good man, like sometimes it's just. Because I, if if it catches me at the wrong time and I'm just like annoyed about it, then I'm like, no, I'm not gonna do that because that's the only reason. Like you reached out, which is fine. I, I understand that, but it's gotta be real. Like, and it's this, it's this odd thing. There's a way to to network with people because you right. want them to stick around. You don't want them to check it out. And even immediately, like someone listening to someone listening to a band and being like, that's really good. But that all that is 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 a band that I just heard online. Like that's all it is. But if there's like a name to it or like somebody that you you know you talk to, like oh they reached out in like this different way or a unique way, you know, like someone relating to like people, like well, what are you doing? Like actually took notice in what you're doing, not just sending it to massive. Okay, you might do this. Like look at this. Look at this. it's it's harder. Sure, yeah, definitely it is because um, it takes more effort. You know what I mean? That's why that mass messaging and it's like it's stuff that we've all done, you know, for for music. Mm -hmm. But it's not effective, you know. Yeah. As much as like, because it, it's easy to be like, oh, I can message all these people. It took me a few minutes and I'm done. You know what I mean? Instead of right. versus like having to individually go, okay, let me look at what they do. Let me personalize like my message to them. Okay, maybe I'll get something back. Yeah. You and know? see that that's what I did, and that's what I was doing um, with my messages when I was mass messaging. I was, I would, if I saw them following a specific band page, you know, I'd mm -hmm. mention that. Or if I saw they did music too, I would I, I would send them my message like, hey, I see you do music as well. Send me some links. Let's you know I want to check it out. I want to see what you do, mm -hmm. stuff like that. And like that, I think doing that with the right crowd helps. Like, yeah, with other musicians, I think that really helps in, in building because like you want to be friends with other musicians because they're mm -hmm. they understand and they're going to support you in the same way that you support them. It's like yeah. you you kind of get what you give. Well, hopefully, yeah. The, I've had luck. I think I think in this scene, I've had plenty of luck in that and finding that where people are genuinely like happy for you when you're writing new music or releasing stuff or you know putting out a music video but there are like some experiences that you've had where like someone literally just could not care less what you're doing and they don't like feel like it's anything like oh, okay like i appreciate the support you're giving me but i don't care about helping you back you know what i mean and and it's a bit of a difference i get you don't have plenty of time for like everybody so I, I always try to look at the other side of that but there's also those people who really like try to hinder like your progress 
um, because it interferes with them or they think it does, you know what I mean? Because it's not a competition. And I feel like um, even when I first got into like the scene, I think part of me initially thought that, but I'd never been in a band before. So I'm like, oh, okay, so we have to be better than these people. And then like with playing shows and going to shows and like meeting these people like in person, I was like, oh, okay, it's, I don't care. Like, I don't want to be better than them. I want them to be good. Like, I, I just, I want to, like, I want to be good and I want to focus on that. And I just, I don't have time to be thinking about, like, trying to be better than somebody else because there's no way to gauge that. You know what I mean? Like, first of all. And second, like, those people are cool. Like, if you don't like, if you don't like the band genuinely, like, as music or musicians or the person or anything like that, then just don't mess with them. But trying to actively, like, get in their way for them not to get success and that's that's kind of where uh, I think that that's the wrong part of it but I like I said in this scene I don't think I've seen much of that at all I've mostly when I go out to shows every like I haven't played in a band in man like three years now but every friend that I've made like playing like music like has stuck around like I'm just like I can see them at shows and we're like we're cool again like we step into that and I think the past year of like shows and stuff like that happening again have kind of brought that back to me and i'm like oh like i haven't seen these people in it. like when we had chill sounds when we, we had a festival here like uh chill sounds and breakdowns and uh i hadn't seen those people in like i don't know how long like months and everyone stepped into like the same friendships there were so many different people who like i normally the only time i got to see them were at shows and i got to see them again and we stepped into a friendships like that and it's weird to think about it but all that stuff is networking like all those people right. you know what i mean like it's it's weird to think about that. I always networking is is a strange term to me, but it's something that we do. Like I said, just by reaching out, messaging people, talking to people who listen to the same music, maybe don't listen to the same music, but I mean, it's kind of hard to tell what someone listens to, especially like with. I just take my own like musicians and like artists that I listen to. I'm like they're so diverse, dude. There's no way you could point one out and be like, oh, if you listen to this, like you're not gonna want to listen to this because I listen to a lot of stuff, and I think most people are kind of like that. So they might be open to something a little bit different than their norm. So it's, right. it's kind of cool to reach out to them like that. Definitely. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm, I'm, I made that mistake with my solo stuff. I, I don't, I'd always, as you said, like see it as a competition before, but being yeah. Atlantic Blue definitely taught me that it's more, the metal scene's more of a community than anything else. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it, weirdly enough, because from the outside, I think everybody thinks that like this is like an aggressive group who like is yeah. angry all the time, and it just people, and it literally anybody outside of it, and um, and it's so strange to me because literally I've met like the sweetest people like ever like doing metal and like and and in metal bands and I'm like. It's like there's there's this like weird stigma around it, and there still is to this day. Oddly enough, you know what I mean. From like right. anyone outside of it, anyone who's never given it a shot, anyone who purely like, um, I mean, I still I still have like some some friends and close friends who's like, oh, no, I can't listen to that. Like it's too like why, why are they mad? This and that, blah, blah. I'm like, I go, man, just listen to one song and like actually like read some lyrics. Sometimes like they're not all like that, you know. What I mean, some of them sure they're aggressive, but a lot of them are the same stories you're hearing and like the the songs that you're listening to. It's just in a different style of music, you know. what I mean, it, we're we're we all go through a lot of similar like experiences together. There's just different forms of art to put it out, and that's that's one thing that I've like grown into is being able to listen to new genres, new artists, new ways of doing things. And instead of being like, 
oh, that's not what I'm used to or that's not what I like. It's just taking a chance on all these things. Like I said, I don't become mega fans of everything, but at least like there's a new perspective. There's always like new people writing music. And that's one thing I've enjoyed about like doing these podcasts is I get to listen to like people's perspectives, where they're coming from, why they do it. Because we all, as similar in music that we do or not similar, we still have stuff that is in common and stuff that opens up and be like, I would have never wrote a song like that. You know what I mean? Or that's hard to do. How do you do it? Like, why do I think mm. about it? So it's, it's really cool to open yourself to that, like those perspectives and like being able to see that. And like I said, like stuff like this, like who, you know, I don't know how many years ago, but thinking about writing music with somebody that you don't, you've never met like in person, like it's something like wild, but like you guys are doing, it, you know, that's why like, I'm like, wanted to hear him. Like, how does this get done? You know, that's cool. It just goes back and forth, but how do you build a chemistry and you guys are doing it, you know, like on your own. That's, that's kind of cool. That's the cool thing to see. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like it was just natural. Like I said, um, I like his work a lot and the writing It's kind of, um, how I envisioned a metal band for me sounding mm -hmm. for most of my life. Um, you know, it's heavy, it's melodic, it's, it mixes all the elements of every different type of core genre that I like. And that's what I think will set us apart from other bands is because we're not just straight deathcore or straight metalcore or post-hardcore. We kind of, um, we, we have all the influence of it. And I think that for the future of metal bands, that's probably going to be the way to go. Because if you look at Bring Me the Horizon, I know they're not like a metal band anymore. They're a mm -hmm. pop band, but they can still put out a rock album if they want. They yeah. can still put out a metal album if they want. And they're well-liked by every uh, music fan, whether mm -hmm. it's metal, pop, or whatever it is. And I think us bringing that into metal and just kind of breaking that barrier of elitism, mm -hmm. it will really help because there's people that are like only deathcore bands, like, oh, I don't like Queens, they're lame. Stuff like that. I was like, oh, it's okay. We have a song for you, mm -hmm. you know? Or like, oh, I like Pigs Wheels, like, that's cool, we have a song for you. Or like, post-hardcore, we have a song, like, everyone in metal, we're gonna have something for, you know? Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like taking that outside influence, whatever it may be, and adding it to metal has made some of, like, my favorite bands in music, like, in music has been mm -hmm. nothing, like, if you listen to just metal and then put out a metal record, I'm probably not gonna like it. Like because it's there's no way you're only pulling from like the same thing because you're end up you're gonna end up writing the same music that you just heard like there's because how are you gonna bring in something new like my favorite things have been um, like I'm a super super big fan of like clean singing so anytime a band would bring anything as far as like uh, really like nice clean singing or R&B sounding singing to like uh these like heavier songs i'm like i'm i'm a fan i'm like that's crazy like how do you do that but then i started noticing like that happening like there's uh i forgot what band has it but they it's it's like a heavy song and in the middle there's like a little jazz breakdown and i'm like what was that like, you know what i mean like that's totally different like who who would put those two things together and like stuff like that it just again helps you stand out but i've enjoyed those things because they take outside influence or every influence because we all have our own unique set of influences like nobody has the same one because influences not only come from music but they come from experiences they come from like different things like one of the earlier podcasts that i did um my friend we were talking and we said that and an influence could easily be like a moment you saw 
your favorite band live and they played one specific part in the song and that kind of hit you and being like, oh, okay, how do I do that for somebody? You know what I mean? How do I create that? And, and just something, something as simple as that and trying to recreate like moments, maybe instead of sounds is kind of, it's kind of interesting, but yeah, I'm excited for you what you guys have planned out. This is this is cool. Like I'm I know you I mean just the fact that you guys have so much music already like planned out and uh and so much time ahead of you to figure this out. Like it's it's crazy being able to see it like this new, like this early. Right. Um which is which has got to be exciting cuz that's I feel like that's where both of you kind of are. Like this is you're just getting started cuz you've only released two songs. You've been working for a little, you know, for over a year now. Almost two. But you're still you still got so much ahead of you. Like I'm I'm excited to hear exactly what you guys have planned out. But um, do you have anything that you're currently like about to put out or anything like that? Uh, so we're just finishing up our EP. We have three new songs and the two singles that we've released are going to be remixed and remastered. Okay. Um, so we're going to have Holy P. It's called Anchored. It'll be five songs total. Um, and I think these other three songs are just like I'm glad that we waited to release because just it I think it pulls the record together okay. a lot and just like every song has a really good flow and it like the track list together it just all flows together really well and it just fits and it feels you know you listen to those albums that feel like an album and you felt like you just had an experience and that's what I think we've accomplished with this EP and you know just what we've been working on the last year has really come really far. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I think that everything we've done together and will do together is just going to continue to get better because even, like, the new songs on the album, like, they're crazy. Like, he's he's a god. Like, I, he must be. <laughs> I mean, if it wasn't for, like, Carl's vocals, then I, I don't know how this would, like, merge together because um, I remember um, recently, like, putting the instrumentals together into my door and I listened to it and there was no flow but then I listened to it with the vocals then you could like kind of hear like, there's a whole story behind it and it's a uh, yeah it's it, it's amazing really and um, yeah there, there are elements in, in this EP which I never thought um, I would be able to like write in, in, in music and uh, I'm really excited to, for it to get out to everyone cool well I think we're all I think we're all definitely excited for you we're glad that you know this pairing like actually got to happen and uh, I know you guys are going to put a bunch of like cool stuff out and I know you have a lot of cool stuff but I, I'm excited and hopefully you know hopefully one day I can have Yusuf here on the podcast in person you know what I mean we're looking forward to that day I'm sure um, but no thank you again thank you Kyle for stopping by I appreciate you a lot oh, thank you Yusuf for joining us from the no, UK you know that's awesome. Well, yeah, I thank you for know. having us. Yeah, yes. absolutely. I appreciate absolutely. it. But everything you guys release, um, if you want, I'll link stuff down at the bottom of your videos. Like mm -hmm. I said, uh, we have a reaction video coming out for one of you guys' songs. And then, um, yeah, anything that you guys put out, um, the Chill Sounds page will also, like, anytime you need help releasing anything or anything like that, you need help promoting it, we're all about it. So Awesome. Let us know. Uh, absolutely. Thank you guys again for listening, watching. Um, sorry about the cat zooming everywhere, but <laughs> if you have a cat, you understand that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so. But thank you guys for having me. All right.